What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to From Unworthy to Unstoppable. I'm your host, Katie, and today's episode is straight fire, if I do say so myself. I'm going to talk to you all about how to stop self-sabotaging and procrastinating your goals and your dreams and how to start making them a priority in your life every single day. We all know that starts with some kind of mindset switch, so I hope you get a lot of value out of this. I hope you tune in. I hope you take it seriously. And if you find some value out of it, make sure you're screenshotting it, share it into your stories, send it to somebody you know and love and want to see succeed. And if you're feeling called to it, feel free to leave me those five-star reviews. I love and appreciate every single one of you, and I hope you enjoy this episode of the show. So how many of you have ever sabotaged yourself? Just drop a heart in the comments if you ever have, because I know I have. More times than I would probably like to admit, I know that there's a reason there's certain plateaus in my life. I know that there's a reason that I constantly face the same challenges. And a lot of times I can boil it back down to that self-sabotage or procrastination. And I heard once upon a time that like procrastination was literally just a fancy word for, or no, perfectionism was a fancy word for procrastination. And that has like stuck with me forever because I used to label myself as a perfectionist. Anybody else? I feel like that's really common. And I think when you take ownership of the fact that you are literally just sabotaging your own goals and you are procrastinating from your own goals, it's a powerful mind shift to let you know that that's something that's in your control and that you can fix it. Good morning, Emily. Thanks so much for hopping on. So we're going to talk about how to rewire your brain so you can work on stopping that endless cycle of procrastination and self-sabotage when your goals get close and when uh, when it's something that means a lot to you. So like I said, say hi as you're tuning in. If at any point you get any value up from this, make sure you're sharing that out and you can drop share in the comments below and I will give you a full name shout out. If we're not yet connected, make sure you tap my face up in the upper right hand corner on Facebook. You're going to see three little dots. You can set me to see first. You can send me a follow. You can send me a friend request. Whatever feel most confident and comfortable with as always but I love connecting with every single one of you and I don't know how it works on Instagram if you're watching on Instagram just say hi of I don't know if like people that don't follow me can actually see these I don't know so if we don't if you're not yet connected yet let me know because I'm kind of curious but let's roll into this okay so we all know that our brains are wired literally to keep us safe right like if you didn't know now you know <laughs> So your brain, its entire job is to make sure that you survive. Like that's what it's there for. It's there to protect you and to make sure that you're safe. So when you present to your brain an audacious goal or something that you know you're going to have to get uncomfortable to achieve, your brain's first reaction is, um, I don't think that's a good idea because I don't know if that's gonna be safe. I don't know if that's something that we should actually pursue. We might get eaten. Like you have to think in like, caveman terms through like evolution our brain's job has been to make sure that we survive so it is automatically going to oppose you in every step that you make when you try to get uncomfortable that's just the natural order of things so first off we need to understand that and when we understand that we can also make the shift and the identification that your brain that like inner critic that that voice in your head that says you're not worthy, you're not capable, you're not gonna make it, you're not pretty enough, you're not smart enough, you're not good enough, you're not talented enough, whatever, fill in the blanks, that critic that shuts us down over and over again and helps us to sabotage things, that critic is not actually us. It's a survival mechanism. 
And when you can draw those parallels, when you can draw those lines, it gives you that freedom to realize that that is literally like a third party voice. That is something that is not even you. It's not applicable to the situation. It is just there as a form of evolution and nothing more. Your inner critic is literally just a projection of all the traumas and experiences you've had in your life. So when you put it before yourself a challenge and your brain looks at it and says, I don't know, what happens is your brain goes through that, that pretend scenario and it identifies moments that have happened in your past that maybe you were let down, maybe you were hurt, maybe you you know, were uncomfortable is enough of it. Maybe you didn't get enough sleep or whatever imaginary thing could come out of that, right? And it shuts it down. It finds every way it can to shut it down. Good morning, Melissa. Good morning, Michelle. Thanks for hopping on. Thank you so much for sharing, Annalie Wayne. I appreciate you. All right. So the moment we can step away from that and the moment that we can separate ourselves from the idea of like, you are not your thoughts, okay? I wanted you guys drop that in the comments below because this is like one of the most powerful realizations you can come to. I am not my thoughts. We all have them. We all have those moments of uncertainty, those moments of doubt, those moments of panic and fear and frustration and all those negative energy emotions, right? But you are not your thoughts. You as a human being, as a soul, as an energy source, as whatever you want to call it, whatever you believe, are not your thoughts. You're completely separate from that. If you think back to like when you were a baby, I know you can't remember when you were a baby, but just pretend with me for a minute. When you were a baby and you first arrived on this earth, you were not burdened with self-doubt. You were not burdened with self-sabotaging. You were not burdened with procrastination. You didn't procrastinate when to learn how to walk, did you? Has anybody ever watched a baby learn how to walk? Just drop yes in the comments below if you have. If you've ever watched a baby learn how to walk, this makes total sense to you because they don't get frustrated. They don't quit. They don't procrastinate. They don't decide that like, oh, I fell down once. I'm probably not meant to walk. I'm probably not meant to be a grown up someday. I'm probably not meant to reach those things on that shelf that I know I shouldn't play with, but look like so much fun. No, that is not like a baby falls down and then they try and stand up and then they fall down and they try to stand up and then they fall down and they try to stand up and they fall down and get hurt and they try to stand up. They fall down and they wait like another five minutes because they get distracted and then they try to stand up. They don't give up. They don't at any point think that their inability to master that skill means that they're not destined for it. That's you. That is you. That's your soul. Think about that. That is your uninhibited masterpiece of a beautiful soul. And it is because of the traumas and experiences in your life that your brain has now switched on to the survival mode of protecting you and making sure that you stay in that comfortable bubble. So number one thing you need to do if you want to stop self-sabotage and procrastination is identify that you are not your thoughts. Again, drop that in the comments when you hear it, okay? So separate yourself from that. Understand that you are so much more than those traumas and that projection of insecurities, okay? Number two thing you need to do if you want to stop self-sabotage and procrastination is you need to start keeping promises to yourself. This is the first step of rewiring your brain. So right now, if you set yourself a goal, let's say I'm going to pretend that my goal is to 
walk. I'm just going to use one of my actual goals. Okay. My goal is to walk 10,000 steps today. And if I set that for the first time and I was somebody that constantly like set a goal and then didn't follow through over and over and over and over again, my brain is literally going to look at that and be like, <laughs> sounds like a good plan, Katie. I will see you at Netflix in about two hours. <laughs> good. Sounds good. I don't believe that's going to happen for a second. You like, think about it in this sense. How many times have you said, I'm going to wash the dishes or I'm going to do the laundry. And then you wake up the next day and you're like, I guess that, that didn't happen. Your brain remembers that. Okay. Your brain literally remembers that. So when you set a goal, like I'm going to walk 10,000 steps, the first thing your brain goes to is like, you didn't even wash the dishes when you were supposed to. Yeah, right. You're going to get 10,000 steps in. So in order to switch that right, that wiring in your brain, you have to start actually keeping promises to yourself. So if you decide you're going to do something, you have to do it. Okay. You have to follow through. It is the number one way to stop self-sabotage and stop procrastination, but also it's the number one way to build confidence. So if you are somebody that's like watching different people in your world that have this like energy and confidence and charisma, and they just seem like they have that it factor, I guarantee it boils down to this. It boils down to the fact that they started setting goals and then they followed through on them no matter what. They made it a priority that they said it out loud, they were gonna do it and it's going to happen. So I need you to start thinking about that in your life too. When you decide to do something, make sure that you actually follow through. Otherwise, you're never gonna start trusting yourself. And that is one of the keys to productivity, all right? Uh, the other way you can rewire your brain, and I love this idea. If this is making sense to you guys at all, just drop yes below in the comments. Like I said, if you're getting value out of this, feel free to share it out. Drop shared below, and I will give you a full name shout out. The next way that you're going to rewire your brain, and I love this because it sounds like ridiculous, but I'm definitely doing it, and it's really fun, and it actually kind of works, okay? So what you're going to do is you're going to start telling yourself that you're going to do something while you're doing it. Like that sounds ridiculous, but what I mean is like, if you decide it's time to take a shower and you literally get up to walk to the shower, I need you to say out loud to your brain, I'm going to take a shower. And the next time you're like filling the sink with dishes and soap, I need you to say out loud, I'm going to do the dishes. The next time you are outside going for a walk, I need you to say, I'm going to go for a walk. You have to start saying these things as you're doing them because what happens is your brain starts to identify this pattern of like she said she's going to do something and she's doing it or he okay they said they're going to do something and they're doing it they said they're going to do something and they're doing it they said they're going to do something and they're doing it they said they're going to do something and they're doing it and if you build up enough of those you build that belief in yourself so the next time that you set a goal that's not happening immediately your brain looks at it from a standpoint of like wait a minute the last month when she said she was going to do something, she did it. So my job now, instead of providing comfort and safety and survival, is to ensure that I know, I already know she's going to do it. So let's make sure that it's an easier route. Let's make sure that it actually happens. Let's make sure there's no obstacles in her way to make that goal actually happen. It's super powerful. Like I know it sounds ridiculous, but it is super powerful. And I, I promise it's worth trying. Okay. Start telling yourself you're going to do something as you're doing it. All right. If that makes sense, it makes dollars, guys. I'm just going to say you can apply this to your business. You can apply this to your finances. You can apply this to your health journey. You can apply this to your family. 
your love life, whatever, start getting in the habit of keeping promises to yourself and telling yourself you're going to do something before you do it. And the last tip I have for you, number three of the day, if you're still listening, just drop me a three below in the comments. Hey, Jody, thanks for hopping on. Good morning. Good morning. Um, number three tip I have for you today is start small. Okay. We all know what it's like to set a massive goal when we're already kind of feeling low and we're already kind of feeling like we're not capable of a whole lot and we're self-sabotaging and we're doubting and all, we're in a bad spot, okay? You can't go from being in a bad spot with bad energy and bad belief and a whole lot of toxic thoughts that you need to work through to setting an insane audacious goal and expecting this to happen because this never happens. It's never a linear path to a goal. You need to have the self-fortitude to pick yourself up every time you fall. And if you already don't have that belief, if you already don't have that energy and that conviction and that clarity, it's going to throw you off track. So start small. Start small. Like what? You can like take that big goal and break it down into baby steps so that you're working your way towards it. But don't set the end goal as the be all end all. Okay? Pick steps that build up to it. What can you do today that's gonna to be 1% better? What can you do today that will get you one step closer to what that goal is? Make sense? You have to start small so you start building wins into your day. So you start building that dopamine and that belief into your day. When you have this audacious goal, like I'm just gonna use mine for an example again because it's easy for me to talk about. If I have this audacious goal of I'm going to get on a stage at the leanest I've ever been, at a level of leanness and low body fat that's so lean it's unhealthy, if I have that as my goal and I've never been that lean in my entire life, I can't just have that as my goal and run towards it. I need steps along the way. I need to make sure that I'm getting in 10,000 steps a day. I need to make sure that my workout plan is on track. I need to make sure that I'm hitting my macros. I need to make sure that I'm drinking my water. Those are baby steps that I get dopamine hits every single day when I finish it. How can you apply that to your life? If it's your finances, maybe you're going to decide I'm going to save $5 this week. I'm going to put $5 in my savings account. That is awesome. That's a huge win. That is a huge win because it compounds. What are the small things that you can implement into your life that will help you get to your goal and help you feel less defeated along the way? Making sense? All right, guys, so I hope you got some value out of this. I swear to you, these are like the keys to rewiring your brain to avoid that self-sabotage cycle and to avoid that procrastination because you are worthy of your goals. You are worthy of making sure that that actually happens for you and your family and your loved ones. Get after it, but you have to start having that awareness of like, wait a minute, this inner critic isn't me. This inner critic is a third party validation. And if somebody in my life, if you took that, that brain, that critic, that inner voice, that inner dialogue, and you manifested it into a human being and put it next to your side, would you be friends with that human being? Would you have that person in your life if all they talked was the negative crap that goes on in your brain every day? You wouldn't. You would cut them off faster than you can imagine. Right? They would be gone. You would not accept that. So stop accepting it just because it's inside your head. You are not your thoughts. You are capable of so much more than that. It's just time for you to put in the action.